Welcome to Chew on the Bat, the sports podcast that brings you the latest and greatest from the world of sports. Join host Jack, Gus Bus, and producer Frey as they tackle the hot topics and break down the big games. Whether you're a diehard fan or just a casual observer, grab a cold drink, sit back, relax, and get ready to chew the fat with Chew in the Bat. Should we, uh, should we get in, should we get into it? Oh, we don't have to do the um, intro, do we? No, we can just already, already, we can just already, already pre-recorded. We can just vibe so we feel good. Um, what should we start with? Should we start with, um, so what, first of all, how you going, producer Frey? I feel like a king. <laughs> yeah, at the top of the table. Top of the table. I got the whole setup in front of me. Shooting 92 over 18 holes. Yep. I've still got questions <laughs> about that. Sign me up, Talabudra. I need an official scorekeeper need, out there. Um, next time you go out and play with Josh Ryan, we should send the camera crew. I reckon maybe yeah, you want a course, course vlog. Yep. We should do a course vlog. That'd be, I'd like to watch that, actually. We film every nice. single shot so we can yeah. count them. Yeah. I've got questions. Done. No, I don't do want to be a yeah. cynic. No, I, I, want, I just want to... I'd love to see it in like raw form. Kid can obviously swing. Yeah. It's been a lot better recently. Um, just what taking, you, taking the pace off, just looking at the ball, keeping relaxed. I was about to ask, what do you think it's come down to? Is it staying relaxed through the swing? Definitely just saying that I'm like content with wherever this ball's about to go and giving it 80% pace. Okay, because when we first started playing together at St. Lucia, myself, Super Saiyan, Maddie, all of us would try and hit the ball, except for Super Saiyan, but Maddie and I would try and just yam the ball and not often it went straight. What do they no, say on random no. golf club? Try and hit it fast, but not hard. Yeah, fast and loose. Mm. Yeah, just swing through. Yeah, yeah. Let it, it work. Do the work. Also, it's paying dividends for this guy. Yeah, one thing that's really helped <laughs> with my hope. driver is I've been teeing it down a little bit lower. So I'm not not necessarily ah. hitting stingers, but I'm not getting like crazy high. Keep it low and let it go, the as distance, I always say. Yeah, distance probably isn't <laughs> as far. Don't say that. But I've been hitting pretty center of the fairway consistently. That's, That's pretty good. That's probably smart. Yeah. It's probably yeah. smart to just play for that, to be honest. As soon as I put that tee back up to where I know it's meant to be, and I get a little bit of height, that's when I start slicing or drawing Interesting. a bit 50-50. You start seeing it fly away. Yeah, it's not consistently curving one way. So ah, that's awesome. I'm jealous. It's been helping me. <laughs> Very probably jealous. Probably not right. And if I went to a coach, they'd probably fix that straight away. But that's what session. it is. Yes, it is a pretty good start. Um, what have you been up to? Working. Been no, busy. Not much golf. Post-COVID, no golf. No golf. I have my glove with me on the coast. Oh, there you go. Oh. It's, um, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> Just in ready, case. Ready for a call-up. No gloves. <laughs> Who needs gloves when you've got a glove? I'm just gloved up. Just gloved, yeah. Just if fine. I have a need to be. Um, um, no golf. Yeah, we should do a um, maybe a course pod. Yeah. I don't know how that will go logistically with carrying around the recording gear, but... I'll be too frustrated. Oh yeah, cords and we'd have to go fully wireless. Wouldn't let you. We'll get a we'll get a zoom mic. A zoom mic. Yeah, um, seriously, that'll help us. So, once again, I don't think we were ready to do sport of the week this week. But just scrolling through my Instagram feeds over the last week, I found something super super interesting. That yeah. I hope that you haven't seen, and I think it's a very new sport as of 2022. 2022. No yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. So, if it's just cornhole, I'm going to be upset because I've been getting so much no, cornhole content recently. I would definitely say this this sport is a cousin of table tennis. Okay, maybe like um, foosball. 
No, 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 no. Is it headies? No, it's different. So think of table tennis. Sorry. Think of table tennis. On a, I remember we did a sport of the week with the the head the with yeah. the headers. Yeah. And the the I table was um dome shaped. Slope dome shaped. This table is concaved. Whoa! And there's still a net on there, like table tennis size. How deep? But you play, hear me out. You play, you play under the net. Oh no! Yes. So oh, you like got to hit it, and it slides the curve of the table. Yeah. So your your goal is to time oh. the hit so that you hit. I'm get, it's like a little puck like thing. Yeah. Like a little rule ball, little rubber ball, and instead of like hitting air it, hockey. Yeah. Instead of hitting it, oh, exactly like air hockey. So you slide. It slides. It slides. I'll try what? and find a video for you. Um, cool. It's, it's called T-Pong. T-Pong. <laughs> T-Pong. Combination of table tennis and ping Tetris pong. Tetris and pong. Here's the... Um, I'll show producer for in a moment. Oh, so it's low. You've got to go under the bar, which is about a normal table tennis net height. But you have two and you get, and touches? What it, yeah, what it looks like is that you get to tap it up and then tap it on the table. Or what I've also seen in the past is people hitting it directly off the... Just because it's, it's coming off a slope, like it's flying off a ski slope and then crushing it. Yeah, have a look. But they're mostly like tapping it up and then going. So, oh, I, I think it's a fun it's looking game. Looking, oh. I think it's invented in France. Classic. Last year. Um, and magnifique. <laughs> magnifique. <laughs> oui. Oui. <laughs> and yeah, I think um, this, this could be one to look out for in the future. I'd really like to try that one. Yeah. That's one of those ones I'd really like to try. Yeah, I, I think it, it requires a lot of, I think a fair bit more coordination, but I'm not sure if it'll be more difficult for a beginner over traditional ping pong. Wow. Well, I don't know. We'll post it on the on our Instagram wow. um, when we get the podcast up and I so everyone can of, see. But there'd be a few air swings on the tap up. It's a very tough the tap one. Tap up is crucial. Yeah. If so, could someone drop, do you have to get to the edge of the table? The thing that is that a rule? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, you do. You, you can't. You can't do a drop shot. Like yeah, because that that's just out foul that's, ball. That's a thing. But you'd want it to just dribble off. Yeah. That interests me is it's got, um, you know when you go bowling and you're a kid and they put the bumpers up on the side so you can't fall in the gutter. Yes. Yeah. It's got it's got um, sides on it so you. Can't it does just, have sides on it. Yeah. You can't hit mad angles. The ball has to come off the back. It's all about pace control. Yeah. And and finesse. So like you could power. You could try and. Like that guy's just donked off the end, yeah. and then you get a, a shallow one that just dribbles off the edge. Get yeah, them moving so back and forth. Go check it out. T pong. T i p o n g. T pong. Would you say T pong? com dot au. T pong. The original. What what language is that? that's French? That's French. Is yeah. Society something of the new sport of T pong. Twenty twenty two. There you go. T pong sport of the week. I've got good another. Stuff. I've got another belter, but I'll wait till next week. A little <laughs> wow. tease. Yeah, another belter you'll love. That Can't was wait. really good. Um, thank you for that. No problem. This was a new one to me. Thank you, Instagram feed, for, or the for algorithm. Coming in clutch shout out to the once algorithm. again. Shout out, yeah, shout out to the Instagram algorithm because that's like that's borderline a bit bit scary. My algorithm's drifting a bit. I'm not getting fun new sports. I'm getting like bad memes. <laughs> Like no. deeply fried memes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like weird videos. I've like, I've looked at a few too many and now it's like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's you me gotta, too. You gotta I be just careful. send you guys all of them. Yeah. have to be careful. Um, that and golf content. <laughs> yeah, still, still got a lot of golf content. Um, we've missed two weeks of pretty intense sport. We've missed the start of the NRL season, which we will talk about very shortly. 
We've Let's missed go dolphins. The dolphins up the fins. Up um, the fins up, rather. And um, fins up. Fins up, fins out. <laughs> we we've go. missed cricket. Yep. Some Aussie success in cricket. Voided our predictions. I think we went three, three zip. Three in zip the series. with a draw. And then we'll take draw. the draw. Yeah. We might still get a draw in the fourth. That's true. That's true. But we got um, to win. We've missed the start of the F1 season, and I think most importantly, we've missed a, a lot hell of, of a lot of tennis. Which we're going to kick, kick things off with, I believe. Um, oh, let's go, ten- let's go. Ten- and most importantly, Aussie success within tennis. Having a look at the top hundred um, for the men's and women's, and the men's in particular, I think we're seeing a lot more men now creep up in and around the hundred than ever before. I don't know the numbers, but it seems like there's it, a lot of there's people about doing ten. Well. They're doing well. We're doing very well. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I saw a stat, and I think we're maybe the fourth country behind France, America, and Spain. It's pretty outrageous. In terms, in terms of top 200 yeah. Yeah, players, yeah. That's outrageous. So, we're doing all right. Doing really well. We're doing well. very good. Um, the Demon. Yeah, start, yeah, because we, we were probably due for a pod about when the Demon was when in he Acapulco. Acapulco. When he took out like a ATP 500, is that right? Yep. Um, pretty ridiculous And we form. got the COVID. We got the vid. We got the spicy cough. Round so two. We couldn't, we couldn't celebrate the dem- yeah. Round two for me too. Producer Frey, have you had the COVID yet? Uh, yeah, I had it last year over in Toronto. Ooh, Tor- Toronto. 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 <laughs> Toronto, Ontario. <laughs> that Very ma- cool. That maple syrup would just clear it right out, wouldn't it? Yeah, I was I was pretty sick for like a day though, and then just had to avoid people in my parents' basement. <laughs> That's for three days. It's got a good immune system. Producer. Oh, yeah. Sign me up. Um, Some chili. I, I didn't see the demon. I knew he was going to be um, a contender, but I didn't, I didn't, oh, I didn't, I didn't see, see him um, He took a really big scalp, out. did he not? I'd have to go back did and look at the jaw, to be honest. I feel like on the way through. He had a couple of big matches and then beat Tommy Paul in the final. Yeah, Tommy um, Paul's been in hot form coming out of the Australian Open. Tommy... I don't want to say it was lucky, but in the, the semis, had a win over Taylor Fritz, who was throwing up on court. Did you see I think that? the heat got to I him. I didn't see that. Mm, had a spew. That makes me see that the Demon beat Holger Rune. That's, that's a great that's win. A good win. So yeah. that's a pretty big pair. The um, Patrick Moratoglu protege in Holger Rune. That's so a pretty big semi final. That's a very big scalp. And also nudged him up the ranking inside the top 20 and cementing him in like around 15, 16. And he I iconically believe. said, there's a whole lot of heart in this little body of mine. Loves it. <laughs> He's got to be pushing for the top 10. I'd love it. Once again, who's going out? <laughs> um, but what, I don't know whether it's just me, but what I've noticed with Demon in terms of his physique, he looks a bit bigger. He looks like stronger through the He's legs especially. Yeah, the legs, yeah. Um, and... It, you know, it leads me to think whether he's just been focusing on getting a bit bigger and a bit thicker through the legs and a bit stronger, a bit more power. Because obviously he's got wheels. Mm. Yeah, he could lose a few percentage of the wheels, to be honest. Like, he could sacrifice a little to put some weight and on. And he's still going to be the quickest guy on tour. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah. he's, like he's maybe getting the second, a, maybe the maybe second quickest. Maybe after, like, Alcaraz. And Dane Sweeney. Sweeney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sweeney but, Dog um, is quick. I've heard talks around the traps that a lot of the people in, on the Challenger Tour especially say that he's one of the quickest players at, like out there on tour. Absolutely. On tour. Not just the Challenger Tour. Absolutely. How is, he? How is the Swing Dog going? Cut his hair. Yeah, his mullet's gone. Tragic. Yeah. He's looking slick. He's fashion, fashion Yeah, he's forward. looking good. He's like poking in around 300 in the world. So he's... Um, Pretty big. Yeah, he's just 
uh, munching a few challenger Pretty events, cool. which is awesome. Yeah. Um, one thing I did look up after Acapulco, because talking about Demon tracking towards top 10. Mm. So just looking at the points race for the year, he's the seventh highest points earner this year. It's pretty good. So if that continues, wow. definitely looking that's at top yeah. 10. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to see, I should have done my homework, but I'd like to see um, if he's defending, what he's defending, what he's not defending, if he's got a month or two where he can just go out and chase and just mm. gain points. Um, I can't really remember. My memory's not that good. Yeah, so I have but no idea what he did last year. I, I believe. I think, I think he's in for a really good top 10 chance. And you know who else picked him to go top 10 this year? You know who I'm going to? <laughs> yeah. Rafa Nadal. Yeah, Rafa. <laughs> Rafa. <Nadal>. Rafa. <laughs> yeah, so oath. one of the one of the goats of you the game. You have to think he's got a pretty good eye. He's one of the goats of the game. He's got the eye, and he's been training with the demon as well. So that was it. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty. Big. In Mallorca. Oh, must be nice. <laughs> must be very nice. Do you know demon um, rolls? Do you know what car he drives? Mini Cooper. Oh, I was going to do a guessing <laughs> sorry. game. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> that was a guess. <laughs> Drives it, rolls around in a green and like with the white oh, striped like, Mini Coupe. Sorry, I'm rattling everything. British Racing Green. That's yeah. exactly. It's so nice. Fantastic. That's Very nice. good. Like kind of vintage style. I was going to guess what would you a Range Rover. So. Oh, no. Way off. <laughs> yeah. Way off. Thanks for being honest, though. Yeah, well, you're welcome. <laughs> no, no dramas. Oh, I'll tell you what. Perfect timing. Rain day. Um, oh, oh, the coffees have come in. Man. Thank you, mate. Our um, assistant has just walked in the building. Assistant. <laughs> up tough. in the gallery, T-Swizzle. T-Swizzle's actually been on the podcast maybe a handful of times, actually. Um, yeah. Today as a guest, hopefully popping his Thank you. thoughts and concerns into the podcast as we go along Don't today. Um, we're just talking about the demon, his heroics coming out of Acapulco, playing well, and whether or not you've noticed whether... <laughs> This guy listening to, <laughs> and whether or not you've noticed, um, obviously he's in bit of form at the moment. I know we just lost at Indian Wells, which we get to, but um, whether you've noticed he's put on a bit of size, in particular through the legs. Boy's been working. He's been yeah, he's been he's been working. What do you think? Is it a good move? And where do you think he'll be placed towards the end of the year? Where is he now? Sixteen, I think. Surely top ten. Well, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Surely. Um, I think that's him, though. Like, you know, his game is legs. If the legs are stronger, he can last longer. He can extend points, get to the net. Well, yeah, as, as, like, I just, I don't see it as, a bad as Gus was saying, I'm sure you would agree with this, too, is that he's probably um, able to lose a few percentage of bit of speed percentage to increase his strength yeah. and power game. Not that he hits a soft ball at the moment. No. It's a pretty. It's a uh, on average, it's a pretty big ball, but it's he doesn't have that like Ben Shelton, Kyrgios like weapon. So if he can get that, then yeah. I mean, definitely. Sky's the limit. (laughs) Sky's the limit. So if you had to uh, um, pick where he would finish off the year, I'm gonna say seven. Seven in the world. That's where he's sitting in the points race for the year. Oh, there you go. That's good. I I just. He's going to have to start beating those top five guys consistently. More to frequently. Get, like, to get out there. I mean, like, realistically, he's knocking on the door, though. Fantastic. There you go. Thanks, man. Seven. Well, you heard it here first. There you go. Number it's seven in the world. Check back in yeah. nine months' time. Um, unfortunately, he didn't continue his success at Indian Wells, losing to the, the most ripped man on the tour. Fuchs. Martin Fuchskovich. 
Did you see his photo with the Australian Open? Yeah. He had a win and took his shirt off. Madness. He's big rocking about 7% body fat, I reckon, and shredded. So, well done to to my heart on. (laughs) Looks great. (laughs) Looks good. But yeah, Demon couldn't get it done. In lieu of the Demon, we got other Um, big Aussie success, though. Exactly. So, Demon stepping down, unfortunately, but lifting up on the men's side, Jordan Thompson. Biggest scalp. One of the biggest and you can Kokonakis. get. And John Thompson, Kokonakis, and Koobs is still What's in as well. He, but Didn't he have Alcaraz round two? Did he's he on court right now. He's down 4-1 first set. Ooh. Ouch. Yeah, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's start off with Jordan Thompson because this is a name... I feel like Tomo is one that kind of gets swept under the rug a little bit in terms of chat. He kind of gets, yeah, le- he doesn't he gets get the hype. Yeah. He gets left out. He's more in a ducks he, frame. He kind of he yeah. floats into the top fifty, and then he's back to eighty, and then I don't know. I haven't really heard about injuries or if he's taking time off or something. Or well, I don't know. What's I don't know what it is, but he doesn't get that. Um, obviously, he gets the attention when he starts taking scalps like Tissy Pass. But um, yeah, sits about eighty in the world. I think seventy or eighty in the world. Um, and a huge seven six four six seven six win. Yeah, it was a tight. It was a very tight. tight. Battling a small shoulder problem. Right. Way, way to minimise it. That's clutch from you. <laughs> however, small. However, the the pace of Tomo's serving, his ground stroke intensity was really impressive to watch. Just ripped in. Like do you just absolutely, Tsitsipas had no time to even think about his shoulder. Do you think he w- still would have won the match if he wasn't rocking a moustache? <laughs> no. Pa- power from the hair. <laughs> it's a clean no. It's so powerful. <laughs> He's got a thick moustache. Yeah, yours is going pretty well at the moment too, mate. Thanks, man. I've given yeah. it a pretty pretty thick trim back recently. So oh, it's, awesome. It's growing back. Nice. Um, what happened to your goatee? I saw oh, you really had that through had COVID. I had dinner with a few people last week just after COVID and I had to go. <laughs> had a very scrappy moustache and goatee that yeah, had to go, unfortunately. I might bring it back. It takes about two or three months for it to grow. But <laughs> <laughs> Sitting at the table with two, two pretty follically gifted guys, but this guy is big very, follic- is very yeah. follically gifted. Yeah, and sharp too, tidy. Kep- keeps his sharp. Yeah, very tidy. The pirate. Strong the pirate. up top still. <laughs> Hit the pirate. Hit the pirate. Um, other Aussie success, uh, a lot of the... Coops, yes, he had a got gr- Dimitrov. We well, had a great first round win, win over um, Lorenzo Sanego. Sanego was um, a good win, and Sanego has been in pretty good form. I think um, did pretty well in Acapulco. Was it Acapulco or Dubai? He was playing. I'm not too sure, but he did pretty well. And well, Sanego himself, he's cemented himself as a top fifty player in the world. So for Coops to take a straight set scalp against him, like a three and a four or a four and a three or whatnot. Yeah, four and six. Four and six. Um, quite yeah. remarkable. He made um, the Senego made the quarters of Dubai, losing to Zverev in a tight seven five six four. Yeah, so he's been feeling it. He's been playing very good tennis, but Koops has been playing better, um, taking a win. We'll call it a win as well against Grigor Dimitrov, who ended up retiring in the third set, three love to Koops. Um, I'm not quite sure what was happening to Grigor. Shoulder, knee, elbow, hip. Not no idea. Toes. Toe. <laughs> Head, shoulders, knees and toes. Do you know who Coops has in the round of 32? It's no. exciting. Big foe. Oh, wow. That's a great matchup. At Indian Wells, too. That's a great that's cool. matchup. Um, that, that'll Tomorrow be a, morning, like that, 6 a.m. That'll be a full house. Oof. Full house. An early, early Monday wake up to watch that one. Um, so, Coops obviously still in. Kokonakis, you said on court at the moment, playing Alcarez, getting pumped. Um, 
<laughs> well, the guy's unbelievable. I've never yeah. seen anyone like Alcaraz, no, to be honest. Absolute machine. Um, a young, a young Spaniard bull of Rafa Nadal. Reminds me of. Yeah, I was gonna say I've seen something like that before. <laughs> yeah, Tanasi currently serving at fifty-six percent for the first serve. Oh, he doesn't um, need that. We also had Rinky Hijikata have a first round win, his first thousand uh, win of his career as a measly nineteen-year-old. 1920, Rinky. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty good. And then we had a flurry of people qualify. Yeah, well, Rinky qualified mm. and then had a good win over Michael Ema. Ema, the Swede. And then he's unfortunately lost to Sebastian Baez, one mm. of our next geners from last year mm. in um, the round of 64. So the men doing some pretty good things, the Aussie men that is. Uh, and we've still got... Is that That's the men's side pretty much covered. Popperin got a lucky loser into the draw and I think he ended up losing the first round. Um, so hopefully he kicks off. He um, lost to her catch though, so that's that's fair enough. It's a fair enough tough loss. Cat. That's a tough one. Same make, different model there though. <laughs> her, those boys, her catch and Popperin, like same player. Do different you think? Model. Do you think her catch looks a bit uncoordinated? Yeah, getting head nods he all over the shop. He's got here. the lanky. <laughs> he does have that height length gene, which yeah. I, I, I too have. The height length pigeon toe gene. <laughs> <laughs> Not you though, just her Hubie. I feel that way, though. You're more than me. So, some unbelievable... I would say... Well, you would call Indian Wells the fifth slam. I think Absolutely. A, lot of, a lot of people would. On wax, um, multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Yeah, it's up there. It's up there. Um, so good. On the women's side, uh, probably... Or the only woman, woman playing at the moment. Unfortunately, lost first round, but qualified and has had a pretty stellar couple months. Is the show's very own. Can, can I say that? Yeah, we own, we own her. <laughs> the manager. In, in lieu of International Women's Day, um, we own show's her. show's own. Is Kim Burrell. Friend of the show, at least. Um, friend of the show. Yeah, we hope. Friend of the show. Friend of ours. Well, she's our one interview. That's true. <laughs> our one athlete. In, uh, Tom Grismith. Athlete? Oh, good point. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> I take it back. Yeah. Sorry, Tombo. Sorry. Commiserations. Mental athlete. <laughs> First professional athlete. First professional athlete, yeah. He, he's more in a... In a mental space, yeah. He's in a professional space still. Yeah, he's a professional. Yeah. Not a professional athlete. He is in the athletic space. He was a professional athlete. Maybe not professional, but he went to college, played to college tennis, played some D1 in Hawaii. Well, that's, that's specifically called amateur association. Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've got a you couple can't. of Aussie girls still in the doubles. Um, Ellen Perez and Storm. Yeah, they're going Hunter. Fantastic at the moment, hey? Very good doubles not pair. Not playing together. Double lefty action. Oh, they're not playing together. Oh, there you go. Who are they playing with? Yeah, Ellen's playing with an American, Melika, and Storm has a full-year doubles partner in Elise Mertens. Yeah, very good. Um, I want to do. Uh, you slid past the the Kim, Kimberly Burrell chat very quickly there, producer Frey, but I want to come back to it because it's actually unintentional, but it's been quite a Big run. Big, big six, seven weeks on the road. First WTA quarterfinal, 250. First ITF 60 win overseas. And qualified tick. for... Tick. tick, tick, tick. Ticks all over the shop, absolutely. Um, And uh, qualified for Indian Wells. Winning, winning two, through doubles. Qualies. Winning through qualies. Finals as well. Double, doubles finals in Mexico. In Mexico. Mexico. Approaching the top 100. And... and uh, on the cusp. Oh. A whisker outside the hundred. Mate, her win loss on this year is strong. Yeah, she's won fourteen out of her last eighteen matches. 
So it would be fantastic to see her climb inside the um, top top hundred. Three wins. She qualifies in one round. She'll be in top hundred in Miami now. Wow, you heard it. You heard it here first. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> the nation, get behind this. The whole nation <laughs> yeah. should be getting behind this. The, Speak talking to about them. the points <laughs> race. Preach. <laughs> talking about the points race for someone that hasn't played or that's just played their first tournament over a five hundred. Uh, she's in 60th. Really? In the women's point race. Wow. Yeah, that's strong. With the, There's only a handful of players above her that don't have huge points from slams. Wow. Let's go. Um, yeah, obviously a brave move to head overseas early in the year too with a lot of um, ITFs and whatnot in Australia. Yeah, so very winnable 25s. and Yeah, mm. but super, super brave move heading overseas and doing well. Investing. Like paying dividends. Mm. Paying big dividends. Um, paying big tax. Sorry, I can just see you working <laughs> that egg open <laughs> one-handed. I'm glad that's on camera. <laughs> Did you know, um, obviously Easter's approaching and there's hot cross buns well, galore at the moment. We're in Lent at the moment. True. Um, are we actually? Yeah, we've been in Lent for ages. Remember when we got cheese pickies? Oh, yes. That yep. was at the beginning of Lent. Um, Delicious, anyway, by the way. What I notice, obviously I notice every year, as every year goes on, the hot cross buns come out earlier and earlier oh, in the year. They were out straight, like New Year. I w- yeah, I would say very close. Like, I'm still thinking about Christmas. Yeah, I think Keno brought some home. He was straight After in. After New Year's, yeah. He had a few bags. I could not believe it. Um, and going off on a tangent again about this, just give me 30 seconds here. Hot cross, new hot cross bun flavor. Have you seen this? Is hot cross bun caramel? Fla- no, 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 oh, no, no. This they're just is doing worse. caramel everything now. Barbecue sauce flavored hot cross buns. That's dumb. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I saw a spicy aioli hot cross buns. No, 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 no. Are Why they, are they trying to go savory they, on them? But they always have done savory. Like they've done With like raisins. Yeah, that's sweet. That's still raisins sweet. Raisins that's sweet. sweet. It's a sweet item. It's not a savory thing. If you want a savory thing, go get like one of those. Go get a pizza bun. That's a burger bun. Go get a Vegemite scroll. Literally delicious. Don't be mixing burger sauce and a cross bun. Yeah. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. Oh, my God. It's just as bad as the... Um, did you see when Woolies did the uh, Vegemite chook? Roast chook? Rotisserie chicken? Chicken? I think I did. Didn't go near one, but... Chooker. Having said... Having rinsed how bad these hot cross bun flavours are, I haven't tried them, but I'd, I'd probably give it a go. Mm. <laughs> 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 well, they, they must appeal to someone. You know what I mean? Or is it just a novelty, like, marketing? They have to appeal to someone. I don't know. Anyway, let's move on. Um, Tennis. There's been a lot of tennis. Um, Obviously, during Acapulco before as well, when Demon took out Acapulco, we had Dubai. Medvedev on an absolute tear at the moment, winning three tournaments back-to-back and looking pretty solid. Um, Had a pretty convincing stress. That's been over Nakashima um, yesterday, today for us. Um... So, does Medvedev go back-to-back-to-back-to-back? To back to back to back? Back Sorry, I don't know. Back to back. I've got no opinion on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, tried, I tried to reach inside me and there was just nothing there. I don't know. Maybe. I'm going to say yes because it, remember that run he had about just before COVID, 18 months, and he probably had the best hardcore run since, we've, since Djokovic had that two-year... I do remember. I don't remember what the number was. Yeah, 
everyone's talking about. But he was unbeatable. I mean, yeah, Felix yeah. did have four Felix. in a row. Just saying. It's kind <laughs> of love. <laughs> I just want to see the man just. Where's he at at the moment? What's he doing? Just losing. losing. He, no, he just. <laughs> I'm, I'm all bored. Yeah, I quite to be like fair, him. He yeah. did lose to Senego in Dubai. Well, he was but on he's, good um, form. He was on good form, but um, yeah, he's in. He had a win against Martinez, round of 64. So he's in round of 32 now, Indian Wells. Okay, fantastic. Well, I hope I, I quite like him. He's a very um, seems like a nice guy. Very nice guy. He's I really like his game. Serendulo next. Yeah, I just hope that he you know comes through and has a couple of big wins in his career. Is he still in the top ten? Yep. There you go. Pretty good. Top ten. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> he's pretty in good. <laughs> he's pretty in good. tenth. Tenth. Oh, yeah, that's the top ten. That's top ten. That's top we'll ten. Take that. Nine would be good, but ten's yeah. on the line is in. One <laughs> <laughs> percent on the yeah. line is a hundred percent in. Um, moving moving on from tennis. Oh, I just wanted to th- not yet. Quickly, <laughs> we love the next gen. Every year we l- watch that and go, yeah, great, oh awesome. My goodness. Yes. So. We've all, we keep talking about this French Revolution back in the day, you know. With don't all don't those tell me there's more Frenchies coming through. There are three young Frenchies currently in next gen. Is one of them Hallis? Is Hall- Hallis Hayes? Is that his? He's outside the top. You know who? Are, who, are the, who are the three? But we got three. We got this Arthur Fees. I've seen him. Yeah. Who's been shocking a lot of people? Eighteen years old, unreal. Another eighteen-year-old just behind him, Luca Van Arsch. And um, which doesn't sound very French, but he's got a French flag. And then we have another one, Arthur. Two Arthurs. Cazot. Arthur. Arthur. Is it Feast? Feast is the. He. I did see him play recently, and he's a hybrid of like Joe Wolford and Alcaraz Monfils. He's cool. He's good to watch. Oh yeah. He's dangerous. It's exciting. But also in the top ten next gen race right now, Aussie, in tenth, still in, James McCabe. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, he's just cracked the top 300, James McCabe. And yep. he's um, been doing pretty well in challenges. 19 years old, just ripping in. Yeah. Giving it a really good shot. He's playing on the challenger so tour stay, mostly stay tuned. right now. James McCabe. Um, That's all. Beautiful. Great little tournament, the Next Gen Series. Really enjoy I quite it. get around. Something different. Playing on that weird court with the no doubles lines. Um, I hate those courts. <laughs> It's too small. Yeah. <laughs> it looks wrong. Yeah, it does look pretty wrong, doesn't it? Um, and they play best of five sets, but fast four. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> that's cool. Try something different. It's going to be negative. Sorry. Um, I think that's fine. All right. Don't moving like moving on from tennis, probably domestically anyway, some of the biggest um, news of the past fortnight of the week ongoing is the mighty, mighty Finns. Dolphins, the Redcliffe Dolphins, the first year um, playing Pins in up. the National Rugby League, and two, two games, two from two, two. two from <laughs> two, at, um, with the mighty Wayne Bennett at the helm. Um, I heard a dribbly. Apparently, the la- every time he's gone to a new club or returned to a club, he's won the first two rounds of the season. Every time, hundred percent, or had a buy one of them. I think hundred percent success rate. Do you reckon he'll go down as? the greatest coach in NRL history. He's in the Mount Rushmore. He's in the top three. Yeah. He's in sure. the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> top three. 
top four, I guess. Love that. Yeah. He's, he's on Mount he's Rushmore. He's on Mount Rushmore of NRL coaches. I think so. I don't yeah. I think I would I would have him probably the best because he's been – he has more variation. Like he's been different places. That Like Craig's just got Melbourne and Trent's just been at Sydney. Gibson in the 80s, was he at the Eels and the Roosters? Gibson was, yes. So maybe so he's, he's up there. So he's also up there as well, I would say. Um, yeah, round one, Roosters 28-18 after a rocky start. At Suncorp. At Suncorp. Yeah. Finn Diesel was just folding <laughs> laundry. Finn Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then another win against Canberra y- in the yesterday, wet, right? Up at, up at KO Stadium. Raiders down 14-20. 14-20. And Super Saiyan. Um, Super Saiyan in the house. Walked in with three burly heads. <laughs> <laughs> for himself or for the... <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be for himself. Um, but it's been a pretty pretty tight and pretty entertaining, well, I would say a pretty entertaining first two weeks of, it's been of cool. footy. Mate, the first weekend, all four Queensland teams won. I don't think we've seen that. Well, obviously, previous years, all three Queensland teams winning was quite a, sh- quite a stretch. In recent years, I'd say that's pretty rare with, the, very with the form we've seen. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, with the Titans and Broncos. And the Bronx got up um, but on the riff, so that's pretty rare. I'll tell you, um, just talking about premiership contenders and ex- et cetera, the Broncos have been thrown around a lot. Oh, jeez, we don't need that. No. <laughs> well, they're, they're two from two as well, right? Panthers <laughs> and uh, win on the... Cows. On Cows. The Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. How was it? How was Suncorp Friday night footy? Great game, a bit wet. Um, Were you undercover or in the rain? I was undercover by a row. Oh, that's oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd be getting excited now for the first uh, Dragons game of the season tonight, right? Tap yeah. In. Very soon. Very soon, ready for another loss. A lot of people, um, lot of people, <laughs> lot of people saying they might be the spoon. Gus Gould is not. I think they've got good players. Ben Hunt's not getting the spoon. On paper, Ben Hunt's not getting the spoon. He's not getting no. the spoon. No chance. Although... Do you want to take a seat? Titans. <laughs> Titans are looking sneaky good this season. They had a win last yeah. week even without star player, oh. ACL down. All four. Do you follow Both the NRL? Super Jack, Saiyan already on the, talk, yeah. on Jack the is tipping. a serial bad tipper. I'm a very He's bad tipper. He's the worst tipper in the world. What I usually do is um, I have a team that I usually would want to win just in my head and I would usually tip the other team for my tipping comp as a um, a hedge. Smart. Yeah, an emotional hedge. I'll usually go both ways, yeah. If I'm, yeah. I'll tip and I'm emotionally hedged. We're only two weeks Always. in, mate. Two weeks in. Settle down. I have a funny story about um, our, I think last or the year before, uh, AFL tipping comp I was in. So the rule was is that if you forget to put your tip in, the website would automatically tip the away game for you. Fair enough. Pretty, pretty low odds. Like usually it's the home game, home team that gets the W. But I think it was a 2021 or 2022 AFL season. The first three rounds, four rounds, I forgot to tip, right? Guess who was at the top of the ladder after four rounds? <laughs> <laughs> Big dog, <laughs> my man. Yeah, very good. I don't know if that's. I was I getting rinsed. That was an indictment on. Yeah, yeah no, generally people are just really bad at tipping. I still put my money in. So if people were good at tipping, we'd all win big multis all the time. Well, <laughs> here's <laughs> that's not the case. <laughs> no, oh, not no, all the time. Well. Here's your chance now, Jack, to redeem yourself. We've got two games left of this weekend's contentions. We've yep. got Tigers and Knights and Dragons Titans. What are you calling? Gee. Two absolute poo fights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. two poo games to finish to, to finish That's the classic week. Early week Sunday, Arvo, they give um, you a poo one. You know what? I think Dragons Titans will fare through a pretty good game. That could be. 
um, a, a very close, high-scoring game with very sloppy defense. Hopefully a bit wet. A little bit, bit of wet. rain. And I'm going to say 22-20 to the Dragons. Wow, wow he's calling a score. Yeah. Uh, West Tigers and Knights coming up soon today. I'm going to say 20 to 10 to the Knights. Okay. Mm. You heard I'll, it here? I'll go Tigers-Titans. I was thinking the TTs, <laughs> yeah. That'll be down on my, on my tipping sheet. So, um, That's pretty much it for NRL to kick things off. Pretty exciting. But the biggest news being the Dolphins. Yep. Fins up. Finnies. Um And looking very good. The yeah. dogs upset the Storm last night. That was pretty big. Yep, um, Storm did have a pretty depleted Considerable squad. Considerable win, 20-something 20, yeah. 20 20 to 12, right? Yeah. 26-12. But the yes. Storm, it was 26-0, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So they got a couple of constellations. They're depleted, sure, but still. It was in Melbourne. Just kiss the mic. Got excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've also, moving on from Rugby League, um, we've had the start of the Formula One season and also some international test cricket. Won the third test. Won the third test against India. Gaz took 11, the GOAT. Unbelievable. On the, on the two innings. I saw... Whoa! Whoa lightning! <laughs> that sounds like it hit the car outside. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is... <laughs> it's spooked. Yeah, live reactions. Should we stop the pod? What should we do? Bunker, <laughs> bunker down. Everyone huddle up in the laundry. Um, yeah, the because the pitch was just a raging turner. Yes, and somehow the Indians could play on it pretty well. It's test one. Yeah, the first couple. First but then two. this third test, it was from the get-go. The ball was ripping through the surface. Yep. Like spinners' first overs. Yeah, I think India won the toss and batted. Mm. Kuhneman had a bowl first. Yes. And the ball just ripped past the outside edge. And it, it panned to Gaz before he'd had a bowl. And he's just laughing. He's <laughs> <laughs> just feeling himself. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, we're on here. And, and, then and Cameron Green. Time. Yeah, in the third test. In the third test, yeah. The fourth test. Sorry, the, just, the, now. The, just now they're coming. Got his first century. Yeah, so that was unbelievable from Cameron. Big puppy dog. <laughs> Big puppy. Um, so what does that hard. leave us? That's 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, this one could be a draw. I think India is 4 for 3.23. So I think trailing by 157 with eight remaining. But this I think is, going into... day four. Yeah, going into India and taking a draw, we still take that as a win, I think. Yeah, I that's, think... I think that's a pretty big... In I terms of confidence... 2-1... Losing 2-1 would hurt still. It's not too bad in India. But, yeah. I'd take it for sure. I thought we were going to go four zip, honestly. So, that's they've cricket. They've done well. Yeah, they've done very well. They've, they've fought back. Being 2-0 down, they've done very, very well. Awesome. Um, the that's F1 that's season. Close. F1, we saw Bahrain. Bahrain first race. Uh, of course, we saw a very early run away from the Red Bull team. They, what, they went 1-2, didn't they? 1-2. Over 25 seconds ahead of third. What do you this, expect? This was actually quite um, an exciting race. One one of the biggest upsets that no one saw coming was f- the veteran, I think two-time world champion, Fernando Alonso, taking a podium for the first time in a number of years. Um, sweet-looking Aston. The yeah, paint first year in Aston unreal. Martin. So, Aston Martin climbing the ranks. Uh, and also Mercedes climbing down the ranks. Yeah, fifth and seventh. Still got porpoising issues. Yeah, still look like a <laughs> Two years later. <laughs> Fins up. Fins up. Fins up worldwide. Um, Come on. So that's pretty much it for Formula 1 too. It was a pretty exciting race, but for now, yeah. pretty boring in terms of Red Bull again going 1-2. Yeah, I, don't, I struggle to get it. I really don't well, see they, how you get involved with it. They you have just to make the who's going to win on the year. Uh, yeah. It's like year over. They're pretty much, yeah. What now? Mm. Oh, the constructors? Sorry. 
That's why I'm being the neg. Constructors race. I don't get how you get excited about it. They have it. to make the most of Honda engines before they go forward. With DNF early. Do you reckon... How good is Daniel Ricciardo feeling at the moment? So he <laughs> obviously got kicked off his Mac- racing for McLaren, got kicked off with a year to go to get another young Australian um, F2 champion in. Um, they had to pay... McLaren had to pay Ricciardo out $18 million of which Ricardo then got signed by Red Bull as their reserve driver. So he's still amongst it. He's still driving. He's still training. He's still there. He's getting paid big bucks. And then he's on top of that, McLaren also in their first race had one did not finish and then Piastri in a 17th or 18th position. 17th, last place. <laughs> three, three no finishes since 17th. So as sad <laughs> as Danny Rick was about four months ago, happy days. Happy days for Danny Rick. Um... That's pretty much it for sport. I'm sure there's heaps of others. We're going to kick... We forgot to do it at the start of the pod, but um, we're going off on a non-sporting tangent to finish today's podcast. It was brought up by Gus Bus last week, and to the musical sense, we're going to talk about, around the table, maybe go to T-Swizzle and Super Saiyan as well, about our top four albums. uh, For the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. Know your favourite. Yes, so top four Probably albums. Be close to your favourites. You'd hope that at least one of your favourite albums would be in the list, I think. It's just, I don't know if I could do top four if it was just favourite. I got a long short list. I wouldn't know how to cut them. I started with my favourites and had a list of like 15 albums. Yeah. I also found this tough because, I, though I do listen to a few albums here and there, but I'm more well, an, an, an artist list. An oh, artist di- lover. Like you go through Spotify. I'll dive into the artist. Deep dive. Yeah. Yes. Of which I'll find a f- couple songs of that year or whatever that they've produced and then find the album. Yeah. Um, but who wants to kick things off? I don't even have a top four, to be honest, at the moment. I'll it's kick it off. It's too tough. Game <laughs> it's time too decision. Tough. Yeah. It's too tough. I'll kick I'm, it off. I'm really excited for Producer Frey's because I think I'm going to learn some new albums. Producer Frey at number four. In number four. Can I guess? Boniver forever ago. <laughs> for, for, for Emma forever ago. No. I will say in no particular order. Okay, uh-huh. I like that. The Beatles. Wow. One album, the 2000 release. Heaps of... Re- Is it a re- remastered? A bunch of remastered tracks. It's about 30 tracks long. I needed Just my I need the my Beatles. Beatles' best hits, pretty much. Is that so? Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Of. Is it but a compilation? No. Cowardly move. So. The one album, but the... T- <laughs> yeah. No, the, the Beatles one album. Yeah. The one? I'm not familiar one with album. it. Is that it's, that's one. its name. I'm confused. Okay. okay, okay. What year was... Wh- wh- the 2000 release. I'm going to look it up. 2000. Oh, like classic re-release slash remaster. Oh, re-release, remaster. Okay. Um, the, the, cool. The that's a good choice. I had... One album. To rack my brain, I wanted some nostalgia... Some albums that I grew up listening to. Was the Beatles not enough for you? <laughs> not old school. So there's a, a band called Cake. Okay. And they have an album called Prolonging the Magic. Never heard of them. I've heard him say Cake before. <laughs> <laughs> I remember now. Honestly, <laughs> my favourite album of all time. Whoa. Wow. We're going to have to listen to that this yeah, afternoon. That's, that's, yeah, that's me it's going different up vibes. And most of the reason I love it is just because I've listened to it since I was like four years old. So there's a nostalgia album. But I know every word in that album. And the vibe is different enough to everyone else that I feel like I need to have that 
flowing. It's that key. You need to have some change-ups. It's mm-hmm. the rest of your life. So you need to have different moods. You need to have yep. more up, more down, different genres, different niches. Yes. I think so, yeah. It's got to be well thought out. Mm. So I And the, re- the remaining two? The Beatles, which is really upbeat, fun, cake, alternative rock. What's the album again? Prolonging the Magic. Prolonging the Magic Oof. by Cake. Number what three? are we talking? Oh, I might have eight. accidentally done a bit of a compilation album, but it's called Toto Essentials. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Toto? You can't do that. Let <laughs> me look up the net. See, my guy's like, producer Frey's like me. He's a he's an artist listener. He's I'm a happy, lover. I'm, I'm happy to, I'm going to give a special shout out to a compilation one, so I'm happy for you to do a compilation <laughs> He's one. done two already. No, no, no. I don't think one. So oh, I think, no, no. He, I think he, he one is just a one, re-release. So. If I if I needed to narrow it down, I'll call it the Toto Five album. I'm happy which to do is Toto Essentials. 1997 release. I'm happy to go the Toto Essentials. 1997 release. This Cake yeah. album is 98 too, so you've yeah. got a very specific era. I do, and then <laughs> and the 2000 remaster of the Beatles. Yeah, <laughs> and then in last place, you guys will hate it, but it's a an Irish band called Great Big C. I needed some folk music. No, fantastic. Did Another you think one about the Pogues? Sea of No Cares. Huh? Did you think sea about the Pogues? No Didn't need to. This is the one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a fantastic top four ones. Obviously. Really just, good. Just the Beatles so who keen to I, listen. I know of, and mm. the other three I'm, I'm very keen to listen to. Can you send me a list? Yep. We'll post the list DM to the me. listeners. We'll post the albums. Yep. All right, Sporting right. podcast. That's going to be such um, a good listen. Gus, far away. Mine are not as niche. Um, <laughs> it's, it's good. Apologies. <laughs> That's my thing. The niche I think guy. Niche this, king. I think my first one is probably my favourite album of all time. Uh, whatever people say I am, that's what I'm not. Arctic Monkeys. Oh, 2006. Yeah, that's a belter. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Didn't even cross my mind. Pretty high honest. tempo, pretty upbeat. Yep. A lot of hits. Yeah. Probably, I think my favourite work of theirs. I think they started high and sloped down to now. I, I would agree. Just like Coldplay. You don't get better than Yellow. <laughs> So why try? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good shout. Um, I'm looking forward to. Oh, that's a great shout from you. And um, that was like my that was my definite. I had two more definites. I have Acid Rap, Chance the Rapper. Yeah, technically a mixtape. Was that a nostalgia one too? Yeah, that's like Mm. that's a bit of a nostalgia pick. That's a great one and two. So letting that rip. 2014-15. What I was listening to then. It's very hard to not pick all of those albums. Yep. I've tried to mix it up a little. There's a few that... And then my, my other definite was Swimming, Mac Miller. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. At least just before he went. Absolute yep. banger album. Circles is also really good. But Circles I go, is fantastic. Yeah. So I wasn't sure. Cried like a baby. But yeah, I thought I'd go Swimming. And then I was like, I've got heaps of albums that I've listened to religiously for like a year. And then I just drop off and I never go back. So you, it's tough number four. So I was like, do I want to go one of those? Or I've been sick of it before. I want something different. So I went for very different Coco Sugar by Young Fathers. Oh, I don't know it. It's a good listen. Coco Sugar by Young Fathers. Yeah, very good listen. That's a great one. It's like 2018, 17, Fantastic. 18. Arctic Monkeys for me was a, great, was a great shout. Very good. Thank you. And then I got a long list of honourable mentions. But <laughs> it's too long for the pod. <laughs> no, we might be a separate one. I, my compilation shout out, my one honourable mention, International Super Hits by Green Day. It's technically a compilation <laughs> album. <laughs> we'll count it. But yeah, it's, it's top slaps. five. Yeah, oh, very good. Absolute banger album. Mostly from like Dookie and Nimrod. Yep. It's like 2000. Really good album. Um, Recommend. 
My top four in also no particular order. Um, starting off with nostalgia is Sticky Fingers, Land of Pleasure. Yep. Yeah. It's for me, it's like just, it was going to be. Yeah, it had to be. For me, it had to be. And one of those albums that I come back to every maybe three to four months and maybe listen to on repeat for three to four times before. Three to four months. And then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the second one uh, being Billy Joel, Glass Houses. Wow. <laughs> great call. <cool. laughs> one of his early ones too in the 80s. So. Yeah, you've always got the whole yeah, bit. Yeah, so yeah, I like that it. That was a great one. That's also going towards the nostalgia train with Big Mike listening Growing to Billy up, Joel. Yeah. Yeah, so um, the Beatles was close. But it was for me. It was either the Beatles or Billy Joel. So Billy Joel took that Interesting. position. Yeah, smart. Um, Don't want to double down. Yes. Uh, going in at number three, or sorry, no particular, or four. Coldplay. Yeah, and you pick this one. A rush of blood to the head. X and Y. Which no. one is? Is that what? What's? Give me some songs. What's on that one? Um, I think that was. I actually like, can't remember. Like the scientist was, era. I have the CD of it. Oh, wait, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> A that. whisper, clocks, exactly. scientists. It is yep, a scientist. It is a scientist. Yeah, it was a blood to the head, obviously. Um, Green eyes. So that's going at number three. And Good to be era. honest, number four, geez, tough to fill. Very tough to fill. Um, I was tossing up like the Beatles. I was tossing up um, Matt Corby. Yeah, definitely in some Matt Corby. I was tossing up the Eagles. Yeah. Wow. Um, Hotel and California. I'm, I'm leaving it. No. <laughs> Pass. You're done. You're done. Pass. Cut. Um, Yeah, I can't. can't, It's really tough to do. It's really tough to do. It is. Look at my list of honorable mentions. Yeah, a long list of honorable. Can I read them out? Yeah, you can. Just quickly, we got about five, ten minutes. I was just thinking of like the greatest albums of all time. The people. American Idiot, Green Day, The Heist, Macklemore, Kendrick Lamar, um, Good Kid, Mad City. You know that? 2012. The Heist robbed it at the Grammys. Lime Cordial. Permanent Vacation, Sticky Fingers, Land of Pleasure. Thank you. The Terry's, True Colour, Mac Miller Circles. That's more new, so I wasn't didn't want to put it in the top four, but I really it's like it. It's a hype it. album. Really like it. Jamie T, Awesome Kings and Queens, Rizzle Kicks, Stereotypical, um, Saturation by Brockhampton, and International that, Super Hits by Green Day. That's that, a very yeah. good honourable mentions list. You omitted Petey. You're a Petey hater. Where? <laughs> top of the list, mate. Petey, <laughs> lean into life. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Um, yeah, a lot of those are just nostalgia. So was, they're, they're, yeah. like, they're not my top favourites, but in 2012 or 2013 or 14, I was just pounding them. Yep. So it like, was really hard to go through. I'm like, who are some of the greatest artists of all time? Like Michael Jackson, like Neil Young, yeah. Chuck Berry, go back further, Elvis Presley, like all those guys and girls. Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> like have, Beyonce. Have do, have do you, how I'm do you not, not a, put I'm not a huge in? Beyonce I, I wasn't either, but you have to give her credit for Rihanna. music sold, hey? <laughs> Way more Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from, say, hey, Miss Carter. Eminem. <laughs> so, funny Prince. Rihanna story. You know how she did the Super Bowl halftime performance um, recently? I watched it like a little bit on YouTube and I wasn't a big fan of the performance. She didn't really do much. And then I later realised she was pregnant. <laughs> I was like, yeah, fair enough. She nah, didn't dance right, yeah. Um, before we wrap things up, I just had a question that come to my mind is, do we know any athletes who are also musically gifted? Cody Simpson. Dame Dollar. Cody, Cody Simpson, Simpson is a fantastic Great one. Job. Yeah. Yeah. Dame Dollar has an album, I D- think. Dame. Um, oh, he does. A rap album. Yeah. Does Shaq <laughs> Diesel went like platinum, bro. <laughs> We're not going to count Shapovalov in his weird rap. 
Oh, God, no. What about the whole High School Musical cast being that good at basketball and singing? Great point. Zac Efron. <laughs> Zac Efron. <laughs> <laughs> he, he can do it all. He can do it all. He can do it all. Baywatch. Baywatch is a um, good film. Did you that know also um, Dale Finucane? Can sing. He's sung live on the footy show before. He's got like a Jack Johnson vibe. Yeah. Acoustic. Um, Isaac Luke can play the guitar. That's cool. Fantastic. You can play boys. the guitar too. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get. He can play it well. I want to get T Swizzle with little to no preparation. I've had like a week to mull over my favorite albums, but I want the big dog. Oh, they've had it about ten minutes to mull over him. I'm gonna. He's got it. At least one. He's, he's got it he's written got down. It. Yeah, at least one. Official. So he's ready to go. Now, like you said, the preparation on this has been rushed. Well, sometimes when you when it's like front of the front of the cortex ready to rumble, you you produce your best work. So. Well, I'll rattle through them again in no no particular. In no particular uh, order. order. But at number one. But at number one. No, I don't know. American Idiot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I was pretty pumped when you, uh, when you were talking about that one before. Uh, I've got Jack Johnson. Ooh, which, which one? In Between Dreams. In between oh, dreams. yeah. <laughs> That's a classic. That's my Sunday morning. Oh, breakfast. yeah. Banana Pancakes. Is that in that one? Yeah. That, yeah, that's... Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> wow, yeah. Two uh, for two. Number three. Daft Punk. Oh. Random Access Memory. Oh, yeah. that's a... I have that. I have a special edition vinyl of that. Beautiful. I paid like 90 bucks wow, for it. Wow, that's three for three. That's cheap. So good. And then my alternative one, this is one of my all-times, this, this is probably number one, Gang of Youth, The Positions. <laughs> wow. <laughs> good man. Four. That's good just, man. That's just off the top Six of my head. Six points for the week. Just for off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to pass over to, uh, to Tayen, though, because he's had a little bit less preparation. He's had less time, but we already know it's me. just top do you four, have four for us or albums. Or a couple? Okay. Definitely no prep, but... Um, since Matty Frey put it, I uh, definitely have to go um, Bob Marley. Was it Exodus? Like Time Magazine Exodus, album off the yeah. century. Let's go. See, it's got to be, it's oh, he's be up shrugging, there. He's shrugging it off. It's got to be up there. Um, I feel like an Ed Sheeran album has to be up there. Interesting. I, I Which one would you choose? Group, I would have to Almost go like early. Almost like his first one, like me. Divide. Or was it Divide? Is that Whichever the, the first one is. Yeah. A Team, Lego House. Lego House, yeah, one of them. I feel like that'll be up there. And um, I feel, oh, that just, just came to mind, but. Um, Back in the day at Indro when we did the cook-ups, the, uh, the Chef soundtrack. Did you guys Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone will mention up there. Um, I don't know, number four. That's a tough one. Maybe like a, I to, like a Stevie Wonder one, I think. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. That's pretty good off the top. Yeah. That's good for me, Sip Saiyan. Thank you. Thank you very much. Like the Bob Marley pick too. I think American Idiot was the first CD I had. Mm-hmm. I was probably seven when it came out. Seven, eight. Oh, fantastic. I got it at Christmas. And just slapped it in my like <laughs> CD player, and just ripped it relentlessly for years, <laughs> just round and round. And um, that's I reckon that's pretty solid fours from across the board threes for me. It's but, a lot um, of good albums there. I've got to compile a list. Yeah, playlist. I'll I'll bring you my fourth uh, next week. Such a jam. <laughs> stay tuned. Um, stay tuned. Any other sporting news that we've missed? Probably heaps. But best sporting weekend of Angus's life. Yeah, that was it. All the Bronx got a oh, surprising tennis, win. Dolphins, Bronx. Demon won. Yeah. We got that red India test win. Oh, All Queensland yeah. teams won. What a weekend of sport. Arsenal won in the 98th minute. And then Man U lost 7-0. And that's slut. That's slut. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, last minute here. I've got tickets to the Broncos-Dolphins game. Awesome. Oh. oh, you boys are going to be there too. I, um, I don't follow rugby. League? Who's league. League. Rugby. Exactly. Sorry, rugby. 
who's going to win that? Oh. Just, just I want to get your, <laughs> yeah, yeah. your interpretation now. If I was you as a new fan, I would be jumping on the new team, the Redcliffe get Dolphins. One of those thin hats, thin up. Watching their first rounds at Suncorp last week, with um, the whole crowd was wearing red. They all had fins on the heads, fins up, and gills it looks out. Uh, Do dolphins have gills? <laughs> Don't they have mammal? They got blowholes, mate. I would definitely jump on them. I as, a, as a new fan, follow the new team. I think the Bronx mm. usually lose to Wayne. <laughs> yeah. I think that's... I don't have the stats to back that up. Yeah, I feel like Wayne, right. I feel like Wayne gets revenge on the Bronx. Yeah, generally, that's Wherever true. he is. Yep. So I reckon probably I'll actually tip the Dolphs, weirdly. You know what's going to be exciting for us this year, mate, is Taylor and I have played in the past the Redcliffe Open Tennis Tournament. Nice. And it usually lines up on the weekend of um, during like the rugby league season. Mm-hmm. Imagine, just imagine a doubles win. Rolling in. Rolling into a Finns game. They don't have enough home. games there. They've yeah, got like three true. games. It's a G up. I'll tell you what, after this weekend's game there, though, they probably should put some more. Really hot atmosphere. How's the arena up there? It's not that big. That's small. Why. Yeah. Compact. Um, That's why they're just selling tickets. Well, That's that, it. This is like, I really, st- <laughs> I'm, I'm fired up. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like a would you rather play on Rod Laver or Kia Arena type of situation as a. But it's, but they've Kia. they've sold out. <laughs> they got into the NRL because Redcliffe Dolphins have been a thing for seventy years, right? And the Queensland Cup, getting Massive. results, yeah. huge. Like I always knew about them growing up. Mm. They omitted the name Redcliffe. They're just technically the Dolphins. They're not they're technically not the Redcliffe, Redcliffe Dolphins, Dolphins, yeah. And they don't want to play at Redcliffe much. It's stinging me. Like, they yeah. got in because they have a fan base in Redcliffe. In Redcliffe. And they're shit on them. And it's a massive catchment area. Yeah, it's huge. And they'll probably take the Sunny Coast as well. Well, that's their thing. They have, like, a game at Sunny Coast, a game at Rocky, so a few at Redcliffe. So they're like, we're, so- we're just southeast Queensland. We're north-southeast Queensland. Yeah. <laughs> Central and down. You know, all the way up to Mackay, even. Yeah, ooh, cl- getting real close to, to the, the cows territory yeah. there, mate. <laughs> Don't want to mess with the cows. But, um, so no, that's a fair shout. Bit of a bugbear. Yeah. Anyway, well, hopefully the Finns keep it rolling. Um, not against the Bronx, but I wouldn't be mad if they beat them. We're definitely going to Caxton Street after that one. Definitely, that's going to be a celebration and a half, regardless win, lose or draw. Hopefully, draw. Actually, I got on my Bronx jersey. I reckon yeah, it'd be great. Now um, get the big foam finger out. Producer Frey, thanks again for helping us put the podcast together. Yeah. Um, haven't thanked him in a long time. That felt nice. That felt really nice. Yeah. Um, special Thank guests. You. Thanks for joining. Thanks for the coffees. Thanks Good for albums, the beers. Too. Gonna have to share the three beers between the five of us. <laughs> um, Gus Bus. Good yarn. Sure. See you later. Until next time. Shall we kiss Mike's again? Yep. <laughs> See ya. Bye bye. <laughs>